Have you ever been to Traverse City? I haven't. I was supposed to run it's, a marathon. I was supposed to run a marathon, but like they have problems with like uh, erosion right now, like on like areas of the path that we were going to run. Oh, the marathon. oh I see. So yeah. they canceled it. Mm. Oh, so you don't have to run the marathon anymore? No, I don't. I freaking lucked out. <laughs> No, I, I, I feel like I can't drink with this in my face. Hey, this is... It's uh, not in your face. <clears throat> no, I feel like I'm, you, you I'm just like... Own. You've got clearance. <laughs> Baby, no. <laughs> He's trying to... He's trying like, to that's so, that sounded like weird. <laughs> Hello, this is Kendall Lewis with NPR Radio. You have a good radio voice, man. You that's do. Nice. Thank it's you. Actually, Thank you very much. It's moving a little bit down here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get one of these with my... A uh, new one of those with my tax return, so we can have three. I might get two. Tax return? Yeah. If you, return? If, <laughs> if you get money back, it, it's usually not a good thing. Well, it is for what me. What are you talking about? It means the government it. held on to your money and you and you got z- it's zero interest on it. It's better spending my money throughout <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's well, fair. I mean, yes and no, but like, I mean, I don't know. I like getting it back. There's six of one, half dozen of the other. I like getting money back. I don't you know treat it like a windfall. You can maybe use yeah. it for a vacation or exactly. something like yeah, that. Yeah. I do it every year. It's a, it's a planned thing every year. Yeah. You just plan to... Uh, uh, give someone else your money. I'll take that money. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. Today, we welcome Kendall Lewis as we visit some Traverse City bourbon and continue our discussion on collegiate athletics. And at some point in the episode, we discuss why Tyler Schaefer is also called the Thick Unit. Tune in, sit back, have a pour, and enjoy this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. going to gift myself that some money. I'll give it I'll, I'll try to give it back money, and I'll then g- we're going to pay off some debts and also take some vacation where are you going to go on vacation well we're going to Destin for spring break we're going to try to take a second nice. vacation in the summer so hopefully that pans out we'll see where do you think you want to go probably Destin again <laughs> dude why what's it's, so appealing the, about Destin their beach is amazing there's I don't it is think like a it's, pure white sand why wouldn't you go to soft? like Sanibel Island oh because it For, sucks Fort Myers no Beach. it doesn't I've never been there <laughs> go to Fort Myers Sanibel is actually really nice um, yeah. I've been it's there literally like isn't we it literally somewhere new but we like to go somewhere that's reachable really nice in like a 12 hour drive oh you want to so drive because Ooh. we take the dogs <coughs> and we want to stop in Nashville on the way down because it's always a fun place to stop and eat. Go to, go to so nice. yeah, Nashville Suite. Yeah. yeah, go to the Outer Banks again. You haven't been there in a while. Yeah, but there's nowhere. There's that's, nothing to that's do. There's no hour. shopping. There's no shopping. There is. A, they do have a smaller outlet store, but there's not much to do there except for go to the beach, read, and stuff like that, which I'm fine with. So you almost have to go with someone if you want that to be fun. Yeah, it's so. you have to have like a couple families. Yeah, and we did that once, and it was one of the best times we've ever gone down there. Other other times we just go with my family, which is fine, but it's just not a lot to do. Yeah, so. we're Jillian got uh, for our year anniversary. We got a nice little four day weekend. Tampa, Saint Petersburg. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I like uh, Tampa. Her friend works at the Don Cesar. Hopefully it's uh, better than your guys. No, I haven't uh, either. It's a pink hotel. Oh, that's nice. That's real nice. Yeah, that shouldn't have a pink hotel. It's a pink. It's it's the whole thing is pink. I'll show you. I'll show you. Pink on the inside. Well, I mean, if they're doing it right, it is. All right, guys. So uh, we are the Bourbon Hunters. We are back for another podcast. We got a special uh, surprise today. We have uh, Tyler with us, which is you know never a for sure thing. Uh, it never is. It never is. And then we've also got Kendall Lewis here, who is a former baseball player at Eastern Michigan University, right? And what was yes. the mascot there? We are the Eagles. The Eagles. Oh, I, I was an Eagle at, uh, in high school. Okay. We were yeah. the Golden Eagles, but still, Eagles. So I can get behind that. Anything that's not regular Michigan or Michigan State, I'm fine with. <laughs> yeah. The, the we Hurons. Not, we did not like Michigan. Or so, Michigan State. 
<laughs> couple Dude. things uh, I wanted to cover today, real quick. Uh, I want to. We're going to go over Traverse City since you guys are both. Well, I know you're not technically from Michigan, Kendall, but uh, either am I. You played baseball at Michigan. You grew up in Michigan. What are you talking about? I was born in Florida. No, oh, that doesn't First count. I'm I'm a I was born in West Virginia, but I was I grew up in Ohio. I'm, I'm Florida trash. That doesn't matter. So, uh, so we've got Traverse City here. We've got uh, the small batch and handcrafted, but we've also got the barrel proof uh, Traverse City uh, straight bourbon whiskeys. So we're going to try those out today. But I also I planned this out ahead of time, and uh, we talked about uh, scholarship athletes last time and uh our take on that so we have a former scholarship athlete here in kendall lewis who oh we pretty much trashed didn't we we were like yeah, well they, we just the pay for play thing that, yeah, was, that yeah. was what we talked about mm, and yeah. so uh, we've got a former if it wasn't for football here. kendall probably wouldn't have been playing in college uh, eastern's football <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair that's fair but I'm, I'm sure they made some money oh yeah they so. definitely do they they'll take a you know a couple million to go get pounced on by Ohio State. So. Yeah, 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 so it helps us, and then it pays off sure. the other the programs. That's one of the things we talked about. Yep. So uh, before we get into it too much, uh, we are sponsored by Unicorn Nation Apparel, magical apparel for magical people, and uh, that's unicornnationapparel.com. So check it out. Uh, they do a lot of custom orders. So if you don't see something you like there, they will make pretty much anything for you that you need. Uh, no minimums and uh, no color limitations. So. Check them out. All right. So let's get into the Traverse City small batch and handcrafted uh, Traverse City whiskey aged in new American oak barrels for three years or more. This is 43% alcohol by volume, 86% uh, or 86 proof. I'm sorry. And uh, <sighs> basically, uh, we've got a non-bourbonite here. Breathe in through your mouth, right? Yeah. So we're no, going to talk him through the tasting process. I'll let you handle it, Tyler, okay, since okay. you got the nicer headphones on. So you're going to go from the bottom of the glass. Got it. Give it a little swirl. Not necessary, but I like doing it. Okay. Swirl. As you hold it up to your nose, put it on an angle. Angle. That's why they make these the glasses with a, nice with a little catch. At the bottom. Yeah. Got it. The catch. Breathe through your mouth as you give it a nice little smell. Okay. Do it, do it a few times. Yes. Now, depending on how your palate is, you might actually pick up some nice things there. A lot of people pick up different things like uh, vanilla or caramel. Sometimes or... it takes being talked through it as well. So if you're smelling something, you can't really figure it out. That's true. Like and, an oaky smell. And some people of, don't pick up anything. A fire. Alcohol. Yeah, yeah. the oak, like the barrel. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times you won't get any of that until you've had an older bourbon. This one's been aged in uh, a barrel for three years or more. So you'll start to pick up some of those barrel, you know... Uh, uh, flavors to it and that usually comes out in the vanilla and a couple other different things but um oak a lot of times people will catch that but uh so 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 next take a nice little swig swish it around your mouth and just swallow it right away try not to taste swallow. it yeah swish like mouthwash there you go douse it now quickly take another swig but not but don't uh just taste this let one. this one kind of linger in your mouth before you swallow it and basically what you did with that first drink is you're kind of getting your mouth ready for the alcohol so it's not overwhelmed. Uh, and then the second drink immediately after allows you to kind of start to recognize some flavors in the uh, in the bourbon. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. So the mash wow. bill on this one is corn, rye, and malted barley. I don't know what the percentages are. I could probably look that up somewhere. But um, it is a rye bourbon as opposed to a weeded bourbon. Um, what's the, uh, so like, what's the big difference between... Rye and weeded. So just to be a bourbon to begin with, it needs to be at least 51% corn. And then after that, it needs to be grains. But most of the times you're either going to have wheat or you're going to have rye as the secondary grain. Right. And then malted barley is kind of uh, the other thing in there that's generally in all bourbons that helps kickstart the fermentation process. So uh, you'll, get the, uh, you'll get the rye a lot of times. Um, and that gives it more of like a spicier kind of or a heat type of flavor to it. Yeah. Um, things like uh, Maker's Mark, that's a weeded bourbon, and that's a little bit uh, smoother, if you will. It doesn't have so, much spice. So if you're ever having bourbon, a lot of times people will mistake a heavy rye bourbon for like having a, a, a high alcohol like burn. That's what they're you know, they're drinking. Yeah. They're like, wow, that's you know, I'm I'm tasting the alcohol. In reality, it's actually you know the rye. So okay. So that one's going to have a little bit of a, uh, you know, a spiciness to it almost. So give it another go. Yeah. Do I, do you want, should I do like the whole thing again? 
No, just sips. You can just sips. take drinks now. Yeah. The first one to swish it around is just to get your mouth ready for the alcohol feel. But the more you kind of consecutively take the sips, I feel that it, it helps. This is with yeah, the taste. This, this third sip is a lot better. Nice. So, so let's while you're while you're thinking about this, what's your uh, background in? alcohol if you will whether it's you drinking know, lots of it no but i mean obviously we all we all went to college yes. we all had those binging moments where we're drinking a shit ton of beam and coke or jack and coke or kendall, vodka kendall or loves bud light well um, beer yeah of course beer. beer we all had beer. beer that was the cheap way to get drunk in college four locos the og four locos oh jillian just shared a picture the other day oh, wow. with me and she's like oh nice four loco in hand <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i do enjoy um a nice cranberry vodka or Red Bull vodka, depending on, you know, how crazy we're getting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, mostly just beer. Um, big fan of uh, sours and also ciders. So when you're sitting down and uh, so like, obviously there's different times you're going to drink. Like when I'm yes. going to go out, I have a different intention when I'm drinking. Oh, yeah. Versus when I'm taking <laughs> just a, a load <laughs> off at the end of the day and I want to kind of let the evening slow down a little bit. That's my bourbon time. Um, a lot of times when I go to the bars, I'll drink a beer or 20 and then I'll have, you know, maybe some tequila shots or something like that with it. <sighs> if I'm trying to drink to get, you know, a little happy, I'm not generally doing that with bourbon. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll happen once in a while. And if I do, I'll usually cut it down with some, uh, you know, like ginger ale and some ice or something like oh, that. Ginger ale, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, for me that just makes it more of a it 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 reminds me i'm not just drinking bourbon for the flavor i'm drinking bourbon for the effect you know so it's um and i love a good whiskey drunk yeah oh yeah for sure i, I don't mind it um i generally won't go for the expensive stuff when i've been drinking heavily just mm -hmm. because i feel like it's a little bit wasted on the, sure. the drunken palate so what do you do you have any uh evenings that you just kind of sit around what do you generally do when you're doing that is that just a white claw white claw Hey, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no claws. claws. I do, I do like white claw. Um, I'm trying to think here. Yeah, it's usually I'll just have like a beer or two. Um, I really, yeah, I really haven't got into like, uh, I guess you would say like harder alcohol yeah. as like just a wind down. Um, I never used to either. It's yeah. been more of a last two or three years. I tell you what, me. one of my one of the best memories I've had though was watching. Um, the first time I ever tried like uh, just whiskey on like rocks, um, I guess it's not really bourbon though, is it? Whiskey? Well, it depends. I mean, so, bourbon is whiskey. Not all whiskey is bourbon. Okay, so, so like I think it was like Crown Royal. Sure, it's a whiskey. Um, yeah. So I had it like on the rocks, watching like uh, some like stand up on Netflix. But it's just, it was just like chill, and I really liked that. That was good. I mean, it was a good like wind down, yeah. And that's a to be honest, that's a lot of people's introduction, whether it's Crown Royal or, or whatever. Makers but it's like, was it's like a whiskey or Makers, it's a. Yeah you know, whiskey and Coke or a bourbon and Coke or something like that. A lot of times it's people's first introduction to, you know, that type of thing. Did we um, ever go into like some of your first? We started bourbons? to, we yeah, started to when we were on our trip down to the, um, uh, to the bourbon trail, but we kind of just cut ourselves off and started talking about yeah. other stuff. Um, now that I revisit it, I, I want to say Woodford was probably one that pulled me into it quite a bit. Um, and I revisit it quite a bit. I'm like, Shh, that was a, for me, it, it I get this like harsh. What the fuck that was, is that? That was, that was Banks. He's whining. Oh. That's his like, hey guys, I'm still over here. If I'm you guys want to come over and pet me behind me. Where is he? Him, he's probably right on the landing <laughs> on the stairs. Just somebody out, just, somebody just farted or something. <laughs> like, he oh, does God. it. It's like this creaky door opening. Yeah, sound. yeah that was a creaky <laughs> door. <yeah. laughs> and, and he, and he'll, somebody just come in. It's like a yawn. He'll open his mouth. It's like a yawn, but it sounds like a door creaking. It's, it's funny. so funny. That was actually. He's funny. ridiculous. But he's such a good dog. <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> and I'll do. I'll be sitting on work calls, and I'll be on like a. I'll be on like a Skype or a uh, Zoom meeting. Please tell me you're. And he'll just sit there in the background and just and he'll like it'll be time for him to go out normally and and you know go do his business and he'll just start doing that nonstop for like an hour and the whole time oh I, I'll have to just apologize up front because I'm like if you guys hear something <laughs> in the background it's my dog it's normally going out about now. It's pretty funny. <laughs> and then they all just get a little kid. You're, you're like get trying that dog to sell some WD-40. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying yeah. to sell some, some technology and people yeah. are hearing this. <laughs> uh, to so, be honest, I think, so like with uh, bourbon, what really 
I just never gotten past that first initial, yeah. um, like hits you like yeah. a brick. But now, like that, I'm sitting here drinking this. Like this is like my fifth sip. It's actually like I like it a yeah. lot. And there's there's a ton I'm that saying. I drink now that I still have that. Any any heavy rise, this is actually fantastic for um, for heavier rye. Uh, so let's let's take a step back. What do you guys What do you guys think of this bourbon? This is I think it's it's great. I like yeah, it. I, I, like I like it a lot yeah. actually. And this um, is the barrel proof too. No, we just did the small. Oh, gotcha. Did small I was going to say if we're barrel proof and and, and a rye, yeah. like that is. I so, had a little bit of this last night. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna be pretty happy with it. Okay. But, so what's the difference between the barrel proof? Did they and give the, you? Did you go so through the mash you bill? You know what proofing is on. Yeah. Pro- so like uh, barrel proof means. So generally speaking. Sorry, dude, like sorry. That was. So uh, generally speaking, when you're doing uh, any type of spirit, uh, they have a proof. And a lot of times they'll cut it down. So like a lot of vodkas are 80 proof, mm-hmm. but it's not coming off the still at 80 proof. It's coming off at probably like 180 proof okay. or 160 or something like that. White, and white. then they, they cut it down. That's like, is that not cut? So so this one is not cut down. So so the, the one we just had is 43%. So they, they basically cut it down a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. And we talked about this last week. You asked how much, how many ounces is equal to a beer, and it depends on the proof. It depends on the percentage yeah. of alcohol. But generally, a one and a half ounce pour of eighty proof is going to be similar to a twelve ounce beer. Yeah. So the higher you go above eighty proof, um, the more it's going to be more uh, stronger, I should say, than a uh, than a than a beer than a twelve ounce beer. So, and of course that depends on the beer. Some of the craft beers now are like 12%, 8%, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But your, your typical Bud Light or Budweiser, um, you know, a one and a half ounce pour. America's is, beer. Yeah, America. So 4.2%. We've done some, some different ways to rate our bourbons up to this point, And we're taking one a new, sip. Everyone knows rule. Yeah. And we're, <laughs> yes, we're like getting it. a new approach here. We are the bourbon hunters. So we're going to do a three tiered type of thing here. We're going to say hunt shelf or pass. And we're still undecided on this, but we'll go with it. We'll go with it and see how, it, see how it kicks in. But hunt means you're actually, you like it enough that you would go stand in line for it. You would go find it in a city liquor store across town or something like that. Whereas shelf means you see it on a shelf, it's good enough to go buy. Uh, and then pass means you just don't think it's very good. You know, maybe so I like that rating system, actually. I think that yeah. sounds yeah. good. So, so far, like as I sip on this a little bit, especially for the rye, very balanced. I don't know that it's incredibly complex in its taste. Um, like, I don't know that I'm getting, like, a lot of different notes. But I definitely enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, so th- so the website says warm vanilla and a little heat. I yes, definitely am picking I would up say some that's, of the vanilla. It's and very, I, and yeah. warm vanilla is a good description, I think. Yeah, and, and I enjoy simplicity in... Bourbon and bourbon, yeah. rather than just like a drinks that are yeah that has a whole bunch of flavors yeah. you have to pick up on. Our, and and that's probably because our palates aren't very good. We've talked yeah, about that sure. before. Our palates are immature when it comes to bourbon. I can't pick up a lot of stuff. It generally takes me looking at the website or looking at the label that you know tells you what to what to taste before I actually recognize it. Yeah, but I can tell if I like it or I don't like it. I sure, mean, that's that's immediately. And I can tell if I like it even more. Like Blanton's, I, I like Blanton's. I really enjoy yeah. Blanton's, and I can generally pick up some of the notes of Blanton's a lot better than other things. But from bourbon to bourbon, you know, I, it's generally I like it or I don't like it for the most part. Question. If I really sit and analyze it. Um, in your infancy of bourbon tasting, um, can you tell like if you're possibly going to like it by the smell of it or do you have to wait till you taste it really sometimes and i think to me anyway and i'll let you answer tyler too but i I think to me it all depends on how you smell it if you if you stick your nose in there and just sniff through your nose then a lot of times that's going to overwhelm your senses and you're going to think you're not going to like it. yeah that's definitely like where i've gone wrong for sure well with with heavier liquors like with wine that's great because it's like 15 percent alcohol right Mm -hmm. But with bourbon and stuff that's like 85, or not percent, but it's 45, yeah. you know, 90% type, uh, not... Waft it. Waft it. <laughs> uh, 90 proof and higher generally for the ones that I, I tend to you know, lean towards, you're going to 
just burn out your your sensors you know your yeah. i don't know what the, the honestly of the, nose, the you know? going through the angels mv tour was yeah. a game changer and nice, understanding yeah. how to 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 really taste it yeah that was that was really cool and having one of the things they did for us there is they gave us like a uh, a fruity chocolate it was like an orange flavored chocolate which for angels envy really brought out some of the flavor yeah uh, you like eat it like while you're drink, after after yeah, you yes. take a drink then you'd eat it and take another drink and you could really you're like holy shit dude, that's crazy yeah, it really yes. opened up so kind of your, your yeah. flavors to it because a lot of these a lot of the bourbons have will have like a chocolate no a fruit note you know mm. like a yeah. pear you'll get it right vanilla a floral is, is, yeah. is common a lot when they're younger um, when they get a little bit older and they've had a little bit chance to kind of absorb more of the wood flavoring, you'll get caramel, vanilla, stuff like that. Oak. Um, he's already, he's already, he's got it. Oh, you're already, you're already done too. Are you? What's funny mm, that's great. is watching you do this. I was at, at the, I did this boxcar thing. It was Knob Creek, Maker's Mark. Um, what else was it? Uh, you were with me, Tyler. Um, there were four. And but I, they were giving it all to us neat, and I wasn't at the point yet where I could yeah, drink same. it neat. I was I was choking it down. Yes. And then after that moment, I was like, I'm going to start drinking my bourbon neat so I can get used to this stuff. I was having to cut it with water and everything. You actually took that that lately. Lately, I've I've only been drinking it neat. I th- I honestly think it helps unless me. I want to just honestly like, after that like after that like second and third taste it was yeah, yeah. it was very but very easy to I, I will say like th- there's days that I don't have my patience to, to sit there and kind of taste through it I'm like yeah. I gotta throw some ice in there and I need to get drunk oh, I think I, this next one might be <laughs> it's been a rough day this one yeah, scares been, me so <laughs> we're gonna let this one sit in the glass for a little bit and we're gonna and talk open it up. we're gonna talk about uh, you know last week the last episode I should say where we uh, talked about scholarship athletes, and I like I I like the sitting open, but then also at the same time smelling it for a good yeah, you know, five it minutes right away, and then kind of coming back to it. So, oh. what, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the what's the the proof on this? We'll we'll dig into this a little bit more when we get when we actually go taste it. All right. But so, last episode we talked about. Pay to play, the new thing that everyone's talking about. Um, you know, like California passed a law where they can get paid for their likeness, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Tyler and I both had a little bit of an opinion on this. I mean, letting the schools pay you was kind of more what we talked about, I think, more than anything, as opposed to being able to make money off of your likeness. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, my stance on it was you're getting a free education. I mean, and, and there are different levels, obviously. There are some partial scholarships, stuff like that. Yes. But for football players and stuff like that, you're getting a free education, which mm-hmm. can never be taken away from you. Nope. You're getting swag as you play. You're getting, like, free Nike stuff or Reebok or whatever, Adidas stuff out the wazoo. Out you're the getting wazoo. your food. You're getting study tables. You're getting a whole bunch of things that the regular, you know, collegiate at, uh, non-athlete doesn't have access to. And I feel like that, yes, while they are making millions off of your off of your likeness or off of your abilities and stuff like that, you know, it, to me, I likened it to a factory worker, you know, working for the CEO that's making a ton of money or the company that's making a ton of money. Well, what, one thing that I kind of thought about it and this, the CEO is a great um, uh, a great point on that. But the, the part of the point of making money off of your likeness. Um, where it begin, where it gets tricky is that there's generally like maybe a dozen people or so that are really getting the big bucks, and what potentially that could do um, towards pushing athletes to certain schools, like pushing athletes to a USC or an OSU, and creating um, less parity in in sports because they understand, hey. Like, even if I'm not that great of an athlete, you know, you know, maybe I want to shine or something like that. But I realize if I go to an OSU, it's going to be in in maybe I'm second or third. Like, that's still going to be better than going to a Rutgers. And what that potentially could do to other sports at the school, like could Rutgers um, just maybe the football program starts to, to fall apart and then all of a sudden. They, they realize like, hey, we got to dump all these other sports. So while 
people at OSU, these these uh, players at OSU are making all this money. The the broad landscape of, of, of sports yeah. is would potentially fall apart because because of that. I feel so, like that's the case. And I, I feel like you're in a catch-22. Yeah. While I, I do think that, yes, they do make millions off of, of a lot of these players' likenesses, anyone who has a likeness that is recognizable enough outside of college football that could be cashed in on is generally being cashed in on after they leave the school. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, so absolutely. like a D. Miller suit- who didn't go to Ohio State, or he went to Ohio State, but he didn't go to the pros, he's a state farm agent in Hilliard, Ohio, and he's, I guarantee you, recognized and maybe not as much now because he's been gone for 15 20 years probably but he's recognized when he first gets into that state farm industry as a former osu player and how many people are going to go to him for that reason oh yeah and he was still in some you know local tv ads or what about boring um that's doing the uh car commercials yeah but that's what i mean that's exactly my point is, is that the fact that you are a former ohio state player is going to give you benefits outside of your graduation date that will follow you for a decent amount of time. Oh, yeah. And give you a chance to open doors that were never there for other people that yeah. didn't play Ohio State and, football. And, and Kendall kind of knows, like, the... I, I feel like he knows both sides of this. Like, one, I do feel for some of the other smaller sports, like, in the same, you know, like... <laughs> no shot at them but like you know on facebook i'll see some of the uh like the softball players at eastern kind of bitching about you know not not make or wanting to get paid or whatever and i was like just sitting there in the back of my mind like you guys were so bad you got like <laughs> like you know you should have to pay people to play like you should be the one that's like hey i have to i want to play to uh, i want to pay to play college that's softball funny. like that's how bad you were so but you know, I know that how scholarships are divided up on amongst those. You know, you could have been on like a, a, t- a five, a ten books or something like that. So you weren't really getting that much help. Mm-hmm. But you, I, I know that you know, like walking out of college, all of that debt and what it what it does to you. Mm-hmm. And I think football players and basketball players are really short sighted in that and not having to deal with that, not having a six hundred dollar loan repayment for the next 30 years yeah i mean it's a car and it's not and it's and and what they don't really realize is it's not just 60 grand that you that you owe it's by the time you're done paying that off you just paid 150 grand you know yeah like after interest the interest isn't as high on those types of loans as they are on standard loans but We've talked for uh, five minutes on this and haven't let <laughs> Kendall say a single word. Who's the actual athlete, person here yeah. who has been an athlete? In well, hey, college. first off, I was a college athlete. I definitely did, was not on scholarship. You were first but, team all rec weightlifting. <laughs> yes. But I was on a I was on a collegiate team for. Yeah, you did were. you just throw an N in the word collegiate? Collegiate. 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 No, Int. collegiate. Uh, that's, collegiate. Not a, that's not a word. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I made it up. <laughs> All right. And that's so why Kendall, he was let, no longer. Talk, yeah. yeah. And that's why I was only an athlete for one year. One year. <laughs> he did not take advantage of the free education. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, yeah, it's, it's a sticky situation for sure. Um, Cause like I know with uh, teams like basketball, um, football, a lot of those teams, like they all get like full rides. Yeah. And that's like, that's awesome. Like, good for them um baseball stuff like i I mean pretty sure softball i'm not sure what other teams so like we split and i'm pretty sure it's uniform across the like country like 11 and a half to 12 scholarships per 35 like members on the team yeah so um, now are those full scholarships? Are do they have partial scholarships? Is it a mixture? What no, it's a, it's, it's a it's eleven. A and a, it's eleven. Well, it's an eleven and a half split so up, and you can divide those any way you want. So you can yes. give half scholarships. Ba- yes, basketball and football. And... Basketball and football, you cannot. It's yeah, yeah, just right. it's straight yeah, up, straight, straight up. So like a lot of times with um, unless I mean like obviously like you'll have like some really good really good players that they give full rides to just because like they're like hey we really want you to come to our school. Um, but they also like take into effect um, what you're getting as far as academics. That's like a big 
um, thing for them. So if they can give you less because you're going to get, you know, a bunch from academics, they'll give you less so they yeah. can give other people more. Now, I, listen, I, I had a chance to play at Air Force and I didn't, but but I outside of that, I only had Division three schools mm-hmm. and they couldn't give me athletic scholarships, but they were able to try to find me academic yes. scholarships to make up for it. So do they do similar things? They they try to find you academic scholarships if they want you on the team, but they don't have another scholarship available, or do they just kind of let you fend for yourself? Yeah, they definitely they'll they'll you know they'll try to do what they can as far as getting you there. Um, but so let's I mean, what do you think about this whole movement of uh, you know players wanting to get paid, states wanting to make sure they can get paid? I mean, there is a there is definitely a groundswell. I feel like of uh, of people that feel like the student athlete should get paid. Um, I I don't know where I really stand on this. Um, it's it's hard. I don't I don't think that you should really get paid unless, like, you know, it's like. You're in a, like if you're in a video game, like yeah, pay you should. Yeah, get paid. which is why they don't make the NCAA yeah you know, right series anymore. It's because yeah. they yeah. So like if they start doing that, if they start making the video game, and yeah, then I would I think they should bring that those games back, and then maybe that's one way they could go about paying. Um, yeah, but you always on the on the reverse side of that <laughs> is what what kind of door or back door it leaves open. So you know like what if. Um, you get a kid that wants to go to a school and, and the school's got big boosters and it's like, hey, well, you know, like I'll make sure you get this type of video game deal if you come here. Like, well, I mean, boosters, boosters, like, are, boosters are going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. Like you're going to like, that's always going to be it. Yeah. My thoughts on it would be that you get it put into a trust. You don't get access to it until after you graduate. Yeah. If they wanted to do sports, video games and sure. stuff like that for college athletes. Yeah, that, definitely. Definitely after, after, I think after graduating for sure. Yeah. You should not be able. Well, I mean, we were, we were good friends with, with a number of the athletes at Eastern, yeah. like, and how close we all were. And, and there was never any shadiness that I was aware of, you know, being when I had my internships, I heard about things, but not at Eastern. There was like a, a few other schools of like, Hey, like, you know, I, you know, I got a handshake of this. I got a handshake oh, of that, yeah. but here's the, here's the thing. Um, you know, those players would are you know eastern players like the some of the football players were spending on dumb 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 stuff oh yeah like they would get and they got some sort of allowance and they they got some sort of um like a per diem or something yeah i want to say they did they, well they got housing like and whatnot and it came in a check oh they were a, yeah like and it was like a sport okay like that is taken care of like, yeah like like and getting on, getting paid on top of that—that's like. And they would, they would spend lot. it on their car. Like they would, you know, they might get a check for this much money, and and their housing was this, and you know, they'd be like, "Well, I got my car, no, I got to pay refunds, like, refund refunds, checks, refunds." refunds. Well, them. hey, I mean, it's it's our money, but like, I mean, w- when I was when I was younger, I'd I'd spend that refund check. Yeah. You know, we'd get it back, and it was like it was like you got free money, even though it's yours. <laughs> Did you guys ever have refund checks? Do you know what we're talking about? No. Why would I have a refund check? So the the school would be like, "Hey, you at get the end of the semester." You know, like no, it was at the beginning of the semester. But it, like, you get paid. Hey, we're uh, your loans are covering X. Your federal and whatever is providing you this. Here is the amount of money that school costs. Here is what you're paying in room and board. And let's say there's two grand left over and it would come back to you in a check. Sure. Most so people that had my, my zero. St- my stepdaughter does that. Yeah. If, if she has any leftover, I paid for my own school from sure. a business. I was at a lawn mowing business growing up and I had enough to pay for my, Oh, is this one school was like two grand for the entire semester. It was six grand uh, a year, not counting room and board. I think yeah. six grand like for that. the year. I think it was like 6,800 a, oh, a year, but that doesn't count room and board. Yeah. If, you, if you did room and board, it was like 6,000 a semester. Or quarter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I had made enough 
mowing lawns from 13 until 18 that and my parents made me put so, half of it in the so bank, we so. would we would get that refund check and you know you might spend a little bit of it on your car like let's say you had a car payment and you're like okay this is my i'm you're basically taking out loans to pay for things that you need to 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 get around in life you know whether it's your room and board whether it's food whether it's other stuff you were using that and then obviously you spend it on booze and you know i'd go up to central michigan and gamble at soaring <laughs> eagle and yeah we did not treat the yeah, yeah. checks the right way yeah <laughs> well most people don't when they're young they think yeah. that's a oh i just won the lottery. well when you when you're 18 and you just get oh yeah. sweet where does money come check? from that's <laughs> which is another reason why they shouldn't pay these students that, that's a, I mean, honestly, not to not to say that that there needs to be some sort of, you know, <laughs> governor on on how kids spend money. But if you give them the opportunity, they're going to yeah. misspend. Yeah. You know, give but, them a chance to well, get an education, learn how to spend their money. Budget yeah. It but in, like the, in the same sense of like the whole reason the issue of everything is out of control is because schools know that those loans are guaranteed and they're going to be and they're going to be given whatever money they need to. So, you know, if school's 20 grand, it's 20 grand, I can take it out. So, you know, like we're going to the, now that I look back on it and I think of like books and uh, food and think of like your, your food was like, you know, you might get a, a meal for the day, but that meal, if you didn't have a meal for the day was, you know, twelve, thirteen dollars for some garbage, mm-hmm. and so you got to know, you got to sit there and think about like, okay, they're charging students twelve, thirteen dollars for that meal. What does it cost them? Like, and that's where they're just raking in money is because they have these, you know, chicken tenders tossed in barbecue sauce, which were fantastic. I should, I should tell you that with some mac and cheese on the side. Probably the eateries. not the guy that has the uh, <laughs> obesity. <laughs> well, we have that. <laughs> the diabetes. But probably not the guy that should be making any type of, uh, you know, <sighs> value on food and how it tastes. Hey, yeah. In his defense, though, in in that college, he, in college, he was he was not thick unit like he is now. No, I was thick not <laughs> thick unit. I no. He I, had a, he was a little slimmer, but um, no, he makes a good point. Like the food was like, well, yeah, but, but I mean at the same priced. time. When you're 18, all food's good. Oh my when gosh! When you're eating, you're eating the food you choose, and your parents aren't shoveling. Oh it, yeah, you're. It, it doesn't matter what it is. If Absolutely. you're choosing it, it's outstanding. Yeah, and and, and here's like here's the other thing that they did is, um, we got a choice for different meals that we could have, like different meal plans. I could purchase um, tiers of meal plans where if I wanted one meal a day, two meal a day, or right, three yeah, meal we a could day, do the same thing. Yeah. Um, you could get a straight up package where it was kind of unlimited. Uh, but they kind of got you as, you know, all those different add-ons were so much more, so much more money. So I'm trying to like, what, what, like, what, what, what is your point you're trying to make with like, as far as com- like it's getting it's, paid to, well, I, I'm saying like on, on both sides of the coin, um, the universities rip students off in these in in that sense students student athletes um but at the same sense i don't know that i believe that student athletes should be paid sometimes yeah. sometimes you just have to let tyler kind of finish his yeah he was, he was, oh you go on tangents too you you fuck i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> i just know that we got <clears throat> getting paid to play to chicken to tenders, chicken sauce tenders and, and barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce. <laughs> which like brings me back to like the I want good some chicken days. tenders and barbecue yeah. sauce, cornbread and mac and cheese. That stuff. Oh my good. god! So Ooh. let's take a quick break here, and when we, we return, we will uh, taste out the Traverse City Whiskey Company Signature Edition Barrel Proof, and uh, we'll introduce that one and uh, and kind of taste that one. Tell you what we think. So before we do that, though, were we all a shelf or a pass or a uh, hunt for the uh, first one. I'll say shelf. Yeah, shelf. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would. I, I hunted for it to begin with, uh, just because I had heard it on a couple uh, uh, podcasts that I listened to. But uh, I'm not upset that I hunted for it. It yeah. wasn't super expensive. I think it was like forty nine or something like that. I'll have to check. But uh, but cool. All right.
We have come to a nice point in the episode to take a quick break and mention our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Check them out at www.unicornnationapparel.com. They make a lot of custom shirts for small groups, parties, teams, or whoever needs shirts. They can do screen printing and vinyl pressing for athletic wear or outerwear. Check them out today. Podcast brought to you by Cash App. <laughs> Got a Cash App. <laughs> Got a Cash App. <laughs> so uh, we're uh, coming back now. We're going to do the signature signature edition Traverse City whiskey barrel proof straight bourbon whiskey. This is fifty eight point four percent alcohol, which uh, adds up to what is that a one sixteen point eight proof? Is that math, right? That's good math. math. Yeah, I didn't even take off my shoes for that. My shoes Ow. were already off. So, um, Nasty. this one I found at Kroger and I did not, I almost passed on it because I just thought it was the regular Traverse City. And then I saw Barrel Proof. I was like, oh, I'll try that out because I've got the other uh, Traverse City at home. But our local Kroger has been getting a decent collection of stuff lately. And um, it's like they've been actually making an effort to get good bourbon. So, uh, this one here um, says that it uh, won the, what is it? The, uh, uh, well, I guess this, the small batch bourbon won the 2019 San Francisco World Spirits Competition. So that was the one that we just had. That was the small batch. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, top 100 spirits of 2019. So this one, though, is the barrel proof. And just to kind of go back to what we talked about before, this is... Um, so when you're tasting a lot of bourbons, they've been cut down to a certain proof. Uh, when it says barrel proof or cask strength, generally they have some give. They can add a little water to it to kind of cut it down, but it has to stay within a certain, and I, I don't know what that percentage is, uh, has to stay within a certain percentage of what it comes out of the barrel with. And so the the benefit, the one bad thing about barrel proof is when it's barrel proof, it's not getting cut down. So you're getting less bottles out of the barrel. But so generally the price is a little bit more expensive. Um because they have to make up their cost somehow. Um, but the other thing is, is you're generally going to see it like a 116 proof or a, a one, you know, anywhere from like 110 to 130 proof is, is and some higher. I think your Elijah Craig barrel proof was what, like a 136 or something like that? Uh, 136 or 138, one of the two. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it can go up to 140. Uh, to be a bourbon, I think it can come out of the barrel at 140 proof and still be a bourbon, something like that. Okay. Um. But anyway, so this barrel proof is 58.4%, or as we mentioned, 116.8 proof. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, take a second here and, and taste this and talk about it. Ooh, nice brown sugar on the nose. <laughs> Kendall's face. <laughs> that's, that's a heavy brown sugar. Yeah, it was I, like, I definitely got brown sugar on the nose. I think like what I was surprised about when I first put it in my mouth. That's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it was like sweet. Yeah, I was like. So generally, wow. what I've noticed is a lot of times if they do these good. barrel proofs well, oh, you're not overwhelmed by alcohol at the front of your mouth. You're you're a little bit warmer down the throat. So, <laughs> well, would, would that be like considered? Yeah, throat. like deep in the throat, deep throat, <laughs> definitely. So that's one of the things I like about these barrel proofs is a lot of times you'll you'll start to get, you'll still get that sweetness. You'll still get some of those flavors from the other one that we just had. I feel like we still get a little bit of the vanilla. As you mentioned, I, I do get the brown sugar on the nose. I don't know that I'm tasting it, but I did smell it. I don't know that I'm tasting it either. 
But I think. But the finish um, is warm. Yeah. It's yeah. A, they it's call good. that uh, finish on a bourbon a Kentucky hug. Kentucky hug. What's the mash bill on this one? Same? Um, well, I can't find this. So, one. Is it the same mash bill? Just different proof? It's a different proof. I think it's the same mash bill. Um, so let's see here. Does it say on the back? Um, I think it's the same mash bill, to be honest. I don't. I know they have a weeder, I believe, that they're working on, but I don't think it's out yet. Um, they do have a rye. They do have just regular whiskeys. Um, but this is their bourbon, straight bourbon whiskey, and I do believe it is a rye whiskey. It's probably the same thing that we just had, just uh, barrel proof as opposed to cut down. Um, yeah. No, I like it. It's... Uh... Yeah, I, I like it too. Uh, the what I like about the good barrel proofs for me is that you're not tasting the alcohol on the tongue, but you are feeling it down the throat as a as a longer finish. Mm -hmm. So yeah, as you mentioned, it goes deeper into your throat. My favorite. On a side note, you can cut this out if you want to. Trolling neighborhood facebook groups is the fucking best oh have you downloaded the next door app <laughs> oh no. someone, app someone complained about ridiculous. someone complained about someone wanted to know what to do when there was a bunny in their backyard they didn't know if they should call animal control or not this is on facebook oh my god yeah so uh, bunny that's, i just that's i funny. just posted that <laughs> no look <laughs> Oh, that's why shitters full. <laughs> that's good stuff. Uh, so I, this is this makes for great podcasting because you're not seeing what I'm seeing. But <laughs> someone's uh, asking every time they flush their toilet, it sounds like a jackhammer's in their wall. <laughs> <laughs> and so he posts the shitters full from from family, uh, family vacation, Christmas vacation, Christmas vacation uh, <laughs> with uh, cousin Eddie. That's awesome. Oh my goodness. So yeah, the next door app is ridiculous. So the best part about the next door app, and I, I've since deleted it from my phone but you would get all these stupid notifications around the fourth of july about i have a dog and it's scared of the fireworks can you guys please not it's the freaking fourth of july like, we're going fuck to off for a minute. Yeah, right put your damn storm you know thunder jacket on your damn dog for a night and let it you know whatever oh people get just the stuff it's uh, so ridiculous i mean oh did i tell you about jenny on there oh that was great Jenny, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Not that Jenny. Um, the one that lives in my neighborhood, she played uh, softball with us. It was something about fireworks, and then she just responded, make America great again. Or like something like that. <laughs> just to piss people off. <laughs> just to piss people off. I love you. are always getting the pot stirrers. In those. Yes. Like, and I was like, I was like, Jennifer, yes. <laughs> oh, I know. Just, just, yeah, just yeah, because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just stirring the pot over oh, there. Oh, she is so stinking funny. Like, yeah. when people do that, like... I love, like, I have so many friends on Facebook that just come into a thread well, just to stir the pot. It was it was around 4th of July, and people were complaining about fireworks, like, and she goes, actually, on. I love them. Make America great. Like, that's <laughs> that was her comment. And, oh, my God. She actually got the most likes. Oh, she probably did. <laughs> yeah. She probably did. Just from, you know, because half the people know, whether they agree with that sentiment, they know that she's just in there to, you know, stir the pot. I just, I love that shit. So, <laughs> did we ever come to a consensus? Pay to play. Yes or no? Um, not not during, yeah, not during college. Yeah, if you so. got paid in some sort of if you're getting If after, you're getting a scholarship yeah. for athletics, I think that's pretty, well, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and we so. kind of broke it down last week. Like, by the time you're done, if you finish, and I know, here's the thing. <clears throat> if you graduate or, or don't even graduate early, but leave early to go to the NFL, then who gives a shit? Yeah. Because you're making millions, at least hundreds of thousands without an education, full education. So, yeah. I mean, so there's something to, to that. Um, but we did the math a little bit, and it was quick math. But let's just say you're going to a 20000 a year school. You're making in a four-year, possibly five-year you know, college, uh, if you redshirted, by the time you graduate, 100000 a year – or 100000 total, not counting all the food you get, not counting the free you know, uh, room – not counting the uh, all the tutors swag you get and the and tutors and all that stuff, you're probably making two hundred thousand dollars over a five year span, and over a five year span as a college student who's getting to work out and play a game, making forty thousand a year on average. That's to me that's payment. Yeah, I, you're playing. You're playing. You're you get to play a sport 
Us, yeah. that you love to play, but also get an education for that's free. gonna right. take you farther than that sport would it for like ninety percent of the you know people. Yeah. And most people who are like you can open up insurance policies on yourself if you are an athlete yeah. who thinks that you're going to be good enough to to make the pros. You can open up an insurance policy and if you get injured in college, it'll pay out based on that uh you know, based on that agreement of the insurance policy. Lots Which of, is lots a lot of, of times it's million like well, it can be potentially. Yeah. I mean, and it's and it's reassessed. I think uh, this part I'm not 100 percent sure on, but I, but I know it can get reassessed if you don't think you're getting enough out of it. You know, if your stock draft, you know, uh, uh, if your draft stock or whatever whatever goes up, you know, or is estimated to go up, then I think you can get it reassessed yeah. to have a higher payout. Um, and then when you graduate and you make your first, you know, uh, uh, contract, then I think you have to then go pay them if you didn't get hurt. Okay. Sure. So it's almost like a gamble. It's almost like trading futures or whatever with the insurance companies, basically. So, so like, so I think we all say that no, shouldn't get paid. So what's like, what's the number one like argument for people that think they should get paid to play? Like, what's their like reasoning? The, the biggest argument is that the school is making millions of dollars off of the sport. And see, the, the coaches are making millions of dollars per year. Now, to me, for a school to make millions of dollars off of the sport, the coach has to be good enough to to make the team good enough for them yeah. to make millions of dollars a year on the sport. But that, and we talked about that, that millions of dollars a year, minus what goes to the coaches, goes to the other sports. Well, they have a great facility for, at Ohio State, for example, and I know Ohio State's probably like, an at their, outlier look at because OSU's they're a higher track. end. Yeah, yeah their track are, program crazy. is ridiculous, and their their track stadium, their baseball stadium, their yeah. softball stadium, their tennis courts, their wrestling stadium. They have a wrestling stadium. They have two basketball stadiums, an ice rink. Like, it is it is a professional-sized hockey rink. And that's because mm-hmm. of football and football. For the most part, it is. I, basketball. It is. I mean, yeah. you can't sit there and tell me that the hockey program makes enough money to build the Schottenstein Center. It yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Now, granted, they supplement some of that with with concerts sure. and with basketball and all that. Other, but but they don't have the money and, standalone to make. And if it just you, from I, I think if if some of these people really knew what some of these football coaches go through, like when I when I hear like Tom Izzo plays a game, oh, their stress then, level is ridiculous. Tom Izzo plays a game, and then and then the next day he's in California watching a high school player. And then, uh, recruiting, yeah, and then right. the next day he's back. You're, you're, then he's at a recruiting. Then he's at like a, um, a some formal dinner, doing some show or some charity events. Like you're just like, man, these people don't have lives. No, yeah, a lot have, of them are probably like alcoholics too. Oh, they they have to be. They have to be on some sort of. Well, we just uh, took a big jump there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It. Uh, the thing that I, you know, when Pers- it goes back to experience, <laughs> when it goes back to the, these people thinking the, the the university and whatnot makes all this money off these athletes, and that that's the fact. But they provide so much back to the university to be able to have that stuff in the first place. No doubt, completely agree. You know, so. Um, let's do a quick jump back on this uh, barrel-proof Traverse City. What do you guys think of it? Second off, when I rehab I'm this, smashing. Yeah, when I rehab this, I I'm getting the uh, brown sugar in the taste. Yeah, I, I was going to say that too. On my later, I, I finished it. You guys were yapping, so I just kept drinking. Um, by the time I got done with it, I felt like I tasted some of that brown sugar as well. Yeah. I think it, it's yeah, got a fantastic really nose. And the finish is is strong, but it's not overwhelming. No. I like, like it's the, giving me a nice warm esophagus feel yeah. and a little bit of warmth in the chest, but it's not to the no, point where I'm like, the, oh my God, that's all alcohol. Yeah, that first like the first one burnt a little more than this one for sure. And then I just like I said, like I just like the initial taste is like sweeter for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so it could be. I mean, it definitely to me. could be. It's so a this is batch, I mean so. now that you're you're basically into your second now that I'm a pro, now that I'm a pro, hey, you're, you're a pro. What do you What do you think um, about it? Now that you're kind of into your your one and a half glasses of uh, bourbon neat, I like it. I mean, 
I don't know if I'd, you know, pick it up as like as far as you guys are going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you got those gold chains to buy. He says so as he looks yeah, back at yeah. my collection look at, behind Look him. at his, his gold chains. But you're, not, you're not even seeing the whole collection here. Oh, we got the cupboards full? And then upstairs, I don't know if you saw my bar upstairs. You have, is this, this oh, one's boy. full too though, isn't it? Uh, that's oh, oh boy. That's like the scotches. Hey, is that Bullwinkle? I, no, we do need to Christmas vacation. The, well, oh yeah, but it looks the like mugs from uh, Christmas vacation. Yeah, I get it. The glass mugs from the uh, when he had the what were, the, what were they were drinking eggnog. Yep. Oh yeah. He's yeah, just yeah, dipping yeah, it yeah. in. He's not even using a ladle. He's yeah. just dipping it in. Uh, we, to, uh, hey, one of these times, one of these times, I want to have a brandy and I want to have a I've, scotch. I've got a brandy right there and scotch. Yeah. I've got all that stuff, man. I don't want a scotch right now. You I'm, ask and you shall receive, Mister. Yeah. All right, so we reviewed what we were expecting to review. We're coming up on an hour. Do you guys want to have something else? I've got a dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. What do you something? think that we should give? Hey, would you want to finish that? You want to finish that for me? Let me pour a little in here. You always pour some heavy hands, man. Me? And when I'm ta- yeah, when I'm tasting. Whoa, I- whoa, whoa! Our last few episodes, your pours were freaking ridiculous. First off, when I'm just tasting, I I just I like to have. Enough that I can taste it, but no, I'm not right. having a full glass. I've got Elijah Craig 18 year upstairs. Mm. It's oh, just a small amount left, but it's go, enough to go, have a taste. Go get it. Go get it. Hey, For Daddy-o. Sure. Daddy-o. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. It's a me. That's not my car. That's not my car. Yo, so, um, yes. Like I said, it's, it's Kendall. Kendall Lewis here. Um, I'm just thankful for them to you know allow allow me to come and be on this podcast i've been wanting to um dip my toes in some podcasting so i just want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity um also we should go over some um quick details that um i think number one number one rule of podcasting right would be that Tyler should not be on his phone. No, that's for and he's sure. Always on his phone. No. Have you listened to any of the episodes yet? No, I haven't. Is oh, it? <laughs> it's is a it obvious thing. It's a constant. It's a, oh my god! I call him out on it a few times. Okay. The Perfect. first episode we did not in a car. He called me out on it, but I was able. I was able to maintain the entire. You conversation. didn't do it well about five minutes ago. Because you were talking. We were, I, yeah, you I were, had nothing I needed to say. You're talking about chicken tenders, man. Come on. Yeah, I wasn't even really. Do I need to? <laughs> that was uh that was Kendall finishing off his you should, previous bourbon. You should hear that on voice. Oh, I'm sure oh. that sounds amazing. I can hear it right here. That was spicy. So uh we're just gonna jump into so a friend of mine, uh his social media presence is Mark McCash, even though Mark that's, McCash. that's not his real name. Tom. I called him Tom today, so So Mark McCash, social media presence. Well, you can cut that out. Look at that elixir. That's all I got you. That's fine. I'm here. sorry. That's all I need. So this is Elijah Craig 18. We did Elijah well, yeah, Craig. Here, here. Uh, Let me pour some of that in yeah, his. Yeah, yeah. Pour some of that in his. A little too much. Would you share something for a poor old folk? That's good enough. Yeah. Yes, thank you. So Elijah Craig 18 year. We did the full proof. I've, that's one uh, that I've A been, few weeks ago. Like if I if I saw an eight, 18 year. I know. I couldn't find it. I, I, this, I really enjoyed this. 18-year-olds are so good. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> Once they get older, they don't get any better. No, no. Older than 18. I mean, it's all downhill after that. Yeah, right? yeah. That was your original. Well, I think that was one of the first conversations I had with you. Yeah. Is you telling me that there's a there's a basically a law of diminishing returns after the year of 18. For, for women. For, for women, women. For, for women. men. For men, it's 60. Yeah. You got that little peppered in there, just like your beard. Yeah. Part of me wishes, hopes I get like some gray hair going in oh, soon. Yeah. Well, you, but the problem is, is you're kind of blonde. You're kind of blonde. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. So do it's well. not going to show as well. I know. I know. And you grow a mustache like an asshole. So first off, oh, he does. He does grow a horrible mustache. First off, <laughs> my facial hair is top notch. Uh, no. <laughs> get out of my fucking beard. <laughs> Tiger. No, I think your facial hair. <laughs> should, that be a, should, that, should that be the the uh, what is that called? A uh, 
profile picture? No, not a profile picture. Avatar? No, not an avatar. Words you don't know? No, and not an icon. Um, an icon's kind of on the You're lo- definitely the not an icon. Logo? Uh, thumbnail. Uh, thumbnail. Thumbnail. It should be the thumbnail. I feel like we're the... doing like $20,000 pyramid here. He's given like... No, 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 no. Suitcase. It's uh, something you take on a trip. Uh, hey, hey, first off, fuck you both. What I, what I can't grow on my face, I can grow up top. All right? And it's not. Much I can better. grow a full head of but hair. I choose to shave my head. I don't. First now, Kendall, on the other hand, yeah. not so much. Not so much. I don't That's know right. that you could grow a full head of hair. I can look. That those Listen, those lines are those lines are so far back. Listen, this is the same hair line that I had when I was 18 years old. My whole family. That had doesn't it. mean that I have it's a full right head of hair when it grows out. When I shave, I just shaved it today. And I hadn't shaved it in like four days, and it was starting to look all prickly. I have a full head of hair. The problem is, not to bring personal bullshit into this, but I have psoriasis, and I get it on my head if I don't keep my head shaved. What's psoriasis? it's like scaly bullshit, like on my knees and stuff. You'll see it in a second when I show it to you. The other thing is, is my hair is fucking silver. What's bad about that? It just doesn't look good on me. I I mean, I think that we should... Oh, you'll get that with the hair? You should save your kneecaps, then. <laughs> it's funny because my head, because it gets vitamin D from the, like the sun, I, it, my psoriasis doesn't come you, back. You, do you have to go? T- you told me you went. T- you have to go. Tanning, I used right? to go tanning all the time. Yeah, for but then you then you felt like uh, psoriasis might be better than cancer. Well, I mean, if you if you don't fucking tan like a jackass, then you're not going to get cancer. If you if you're tanning every day and you're getting burnt every time you do it, you're probably going to get you cancer. Should pro- your psoriasis would be better if you lived in like Scottsdale or something. Whenever I go to the beach, it's gone at the end of the week. Completely gone. Why? Why don't you live somewhere else? This is where my life Me? is, man. Because oh, of you. Thank you. Well, you're thank here. Thank you. You're here. I can't leave if you're you here. Can't, yeah. So let's let's <laughs> jump into this Elijah Craig eighteen year because we have completely devolved. All right. I wonder how this is going to taste. I had it by itself the other night, but I now chasing this Traverse City. I'm going to see how it tastes. I, I kind of have a little bit of bourbon gut going. Bourbon gut. Oh, man. Okay, so... so that Kendall, had to Kendall completely... Had immediately. Completely thrown off by that taste. It's not bad. First off, didn't burn. Yeah. No, there was no how, how, burn to the finish at all. At all. How yeah. different is that? So different. First off, I think like the... Um, I feel like we got, we got 18, him hooked. We got him hooked. It's eighteen that's years it. old, so I feel like you can taste more of the wood. Yes, that's. I think that's what it is. Um, like to it me, was more of an oak yes, flavor to it. Absolutely. There's a there's a, a a solid hint of leather. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another yeah. an aged another aged bourbon thing you're going to get definitely. from from yep. a, from that's, oak. That's like I can definitely because not that. only is it they age it in oak, they age it in charred oak. Char so that char flavor. That's exactly what I was. So. That first, like when I, when I swallowed that, I was like, what the hell did I just first drink? First off, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? First yes. off, it didn't burn. Had awesome. a weird, uh, different taste. I liked it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, that's real good. It's only, it's only you definitely a- taste more of the wood in this one. Um, so having the, having, yes. the, having the wood in your mouth and go down your throat. Yeah. That was, that was nice. That's some, that's some, <laughs> some dark burnt wood in my throat. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, it is like burnt wood. What is, what is the retail one thirty on this? I have no idea. This I think the me, retail of it is in no the one thirties. But thank you for sharing that. Those are delicious. Yeah, no, that was yeah. the, that was the rest of that was the rest of my sample. Actually, I, I really like. I really like that. And then I, that's fantastic. I, I knew really you like liked that. Elijah Craig, Tyler, yes. so I wanted to let you have a sip of that. I, I'd saved half of that just for when thanks, you came over. Thanks, over. man. You're such a good friend. I do what I can. Such a good friend. Unlike the guy who never fucking makes himself available for the podcast. I know. I mean, he went and got the flu last week. Like, what the hell is that shit? Uh, yeah, I was. I had the man oh, f- fake. Uh, I had the man. I had the man yeah, flu. Yeah, I don't know, man. I made Jillian do everything. <laughs> I was like, Jillian, I need this. I need this. So you've had that for like what three years now? <laughs> Two years. Mind you, Jillian was sick like four days earlier, and, and I didn't do anything for. Her. <laughs> oh God! Total man flu. That's yeah. hilarious. Oops. Oh shit! That's funny. Yeah. I would I I don't get sick often maybe maybe once a year but when it hits me I'm it's same thing for me which is interesting because I'm on an immune suppressant uh, medicine for my psoriasis 
uh, because I have psoriatic arthritis. <laughs> Listen, I'm 40 fucking four years old. Dude, whenever you, whenever you Listen, hear this story. Shut the fuck up. I used to be 270 fucking pounds, which is when I started getting arthritis from psoriasis. And now that I'm, you know, down to 210 and I'm. I feel of, like you're, I'm just wa- like listening to a medical commercial. Oh my with God, you. I know. I, I, like not to be stereotypical, sir, not to be stereotypical, but I sound like what you see on those like those old Jewish women in the in the sitcoms and the movies and stuff that are. Yeah. Oh, have has he checked your boil yet? <laughs> <laughs> are you wearing a jacket? Like that's what I feel like. So we oh, have, we amazing. have jumped the shark. This is probably our last episode <laughs> <laughs> before it's, before the blue check mark shuts us down. It's been great knowing you guys. <laughs> My first uh, and last. Oh shit! And it's all because of Kendall. Kendall's fault. We, we need to get Kendall on this more often. No, it's definitely added some some comedy that <laughs> was never there with your dry you know personality. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's that noise? Fix your equipment, dude. I don't I don't hear it. I don't have headphones on. I know. I know. All right, his personality is, put this, is put, as dry as the Sahara. Yeah, put this thing out of our misery. All right, hey, we're gonna sign off. Uh, Tyler and Kendall have friends to meet, or friends of Tyler's from his work to meet. He's going out for the first time with his friends from work, I guess, and and shunning his already existing friends who are having a game night upstairs in about five minutes. Anyway, Kendall, if you want to stick around and hang out with us, it's all the softball. Players, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, by the way, we need to we need to make a hard pitch for Kendall to play Sunday softball. Is he for him or for everyone else? No, because everyone for, else is on board. No, for Kendall, no. he's 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 an I don't know. Every I, year, I every year, it says Kendall. Every, it sounds like he's saying Ken Kendall doll Kendall. every time. It Kendall. is Kendall. Well, that's like it, that's DJ, how it's spelled. DJ K. Right? Lou. No, it's actually not. But you spell it that way just I, for that reason. Just, right? just for the jokes. Okay. Like Kendall. 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 Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap this up. Uh, I am Dude Pool. This is. Yeah, again, rubbing his nipple. I don't oh know what's my, going on over that's here. That's disgusting. Look and at that uh, thing. <laughs> we are the Bourbon Hunters, and we are wrapping it up for the evening. And uh, join us in next episode when we talk about who knows what. But uh, maybe we'll get Kendall back for another episode in the future. Probably not. Let's hope not. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kendall. Thank Appreciate you, guys. Being here. Thank you for joining in for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review at any of the sites where you're listening to the podcast. Also, find us on Instagram and Facebook. And when you do, join in to the conversations, post your pics of your daily drinkers, and then let us know how you feel about any of the pours that you're having.